Welcome back to The Blunt and The Based. I am a woman, just in case anyone needs to know. How are you doing today? Uh, super awesome. As usual. It is what it is. Is there ever a day that you're not super awesome? Well, if that day comes, I won't let anyone know. Okay, that's good. I like that. Just fake it. That's right. Fake it till you make it. You got it. So we are back on to Twin Flames. Continued. Episode two. Um, this episode was heavy. It's getting real heavier. Like, it, it's not as heavy as the third, but it's getting yeah. there. It, was, it still it, has that underlining th- uh, humor to it as well. I mean, it's not humor, but you can't help but laugh. That's true. And that's the thing. Like, I use a lot of humor in really awkward moments. Uh, you know, like, I'm. that's just how I deal with, like, difficult things. I like laugh. laughing at laughing at a funeral. And I have. I have laughed at my grandpa's funeral. I laughed at my dad's funeral. Um, <laughs> it's just the way that I deal with <laughs> difficult things. So, anyway. All right. We are going to jump right into this because there are several quilts clips that I um, want to get into. Okay. Jeff created this thing called the mind alignment process, which was like the mere exercise on steroids. I am Dr. Christine Kay, the CEO of Mind Alignment Process, Inc. Christy's a high-ranking member of the military, and now she's in charge of MAP. Mind alignment process was specifically going to be used for people who had diagnosed PTSD or trauma. You were going back to the traumatic event with a MAP practitioner. That's what they called them. So when we do the mind alignment process, it's very powerful because we go to the root of the trauma and we pull it out. Chrissy K did one or two sessions on me. I want you to close your eyes. I just want you to walk through the memory again. And what's going to happen is I'm going to freeze it and we're going to, we're going to clear it. Okay. In this like meditative state, things are kind of suggestible. Now we'll go back to where you can go to the root of it and heal. And as we do that, the layers start coming off. She suggested there was sexual trauma that happened when I was like a kid. So my best belief, I don't think I've ever actually had anything like that in my childhood. Uh, wow. So this is where they start to use what they call like therapy to create um, the the breaking of the relationship of the families. Like this is, do you imagine going to a doctor and that doctor is pretty much like implanting false memories in your mind to convince you that you that you suffered some trauma? And how awful that is. We both have suffered childhood sexual trauma. I would not wish someone thinking that ever. Like, Especially if you had it. But this is a great, uh, it's, it's great to kind of show what they do to ma- manipulate people into the group so that way that they can continue to make money off of these people that are you know, sick, but maybe not sick in the way that uh, they are portraying them to be. Like, you know, oh, you have sexual 
trauma. That's why, uh, you know, you're missing out on something. Yeah. Well, it deepens the control holds on Mm -hmm. them because it is um, strengthening his grip on them in this situation and basically ostracizing the families at this point, which is, you know, was like one of the first steps in like cultish behavior. So, I mean, when I started talking about my sexual trauma, you know what I mean? Like when you finally talk about it, that those first initial times, like the people that you're, you're talking to about it, like you have a stronger bond with them, especially if you haven't ever talked about it. Like, because for me, like it was, it was like 15 plus years before I would talk about it to anyone. You know what I mean? So, you know, me confiding that into a person, like, I am more drawn to them because obviously there was some trust there. The level and, of vulnerability there that... And then it, on top of that, like, okay, what about when uh, you find out it's not true? And then it, like, gives you the idea that people are always out to harm you. Yep. Whether, it, whether they put false ideas in your head or not. That is true. All right. Um, we're going to move on to the next clip. This is um, this is where Jesus comes in. The mix. Oh. Like, God speak to me in, like, a very, like, clear as day voice. Like, the images of Jesus is the image of Jeff. That's the prophecy you've been looking for. It is not written. It is in visual format. And I'm like, oh, my God. I pulled up a recent image of myself and put it next to that image of you know the supposed Jesus, and uh, it's it's the, it's the same person. Those images were images of me, not a, a Jewish guy from Israel, but uh, a Euro guy with blue eyes and brown hair. The image of you know, the Christ was actually me, the second coming, not Jesus, the first coming. I'm <laughs> like when she said, uh, I'm banging the Christ, like even him, I think he felt a little uncomfortable that she had said that. Like, that's weird. I mean, he has to play the role. Obviously, he does not believe he is Jesus. Um, but. Well, he probably does on some kind of level. It, it would be some ego right there. Yeah, like uh, a- most, most definitely like narcissist. You know, like something along the line. There's something not quite right about anyone that would go as that far to refer to them as you know the second Jesus or the real one. <laughs> like the first one didn't really happen. Just like that. Uh, that um, what is it? Um. Uh, the restraining order. It's not actually yeah, it doesn't really exist. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness! And then, yeah, I was promoted up to senior sales manager. We'd love to see you there. I was like one of the top three salespeople selling classes. At this point, my twin flame was in a new relationship with somebody else a man he's avoiding the truth of who he is like his sexuality he's not gay he's not even meant to be with another man you know 
hear his twin flame. He's supposed to be with a woman, a feminine woman. They said that my twin flame uh, is feminine acting because I was taking his masculinity energy away from him because I was lacking femininity in myself. Well, that was interesting. So right. now they get to determine what what type of person you uh, lay down with. Like, they told you he's not supposed to be gay. It's supposed to be a man and a woman. So it, they're deciding who can be feminine and who can be masculine. And they're deciding whether or not you can be with a man or if you can be with a woman. Yeah. She's too masculine is the issue i mean that they're blaming her for her twin flame being gay and this is where it starts to get really sticky with the gender ideology um because we're gonna see more and more of that especially so, because they're determining it not the individual themselves yeah. which is which is weird a lot is what's going on in transipa where people are so fixated on um traditional gender gender roles in the sense that you it's black and white like the trans uh tifa like they say that they want to be gender fluid but it's like the minute that you have an ounce of non-conforming behavior if you're a boy they're like chop your dick off now immediately you know right don't he think is, about it you yeah are. He is uh, doing the same thing. It's like, no, you have to be masculine or you have to be feminine. Um, and it, it starts to get really sticky. Um, but let's keep going because, again, we see a lot of Jeff um, revelations in this one. And this next clip, boys, it's, it, it, this is the conversation between him and Shalea where he shuts her down this one was uncomfortable let's oh let's... yeah yeah they would both like like take out their frustrations on us you need to heal this now this is your fault you're scum of the earth that's how you're spoken to in coaching and like you could also see they would take out their frustrations on each other Shalita was like that needy you're needy I'm like no i, I didn't added... like in a codependent hush fine let the man speak we're doing it even now. I guess like a... so I'm talking, please. Let me make my point. Okay. You're uncomfortable. Sit with it. I'm not being rude. I'm not being controlling or domineering. I'm not being a jerk. I'm not being a dick. This is what discipline looks like. If you had a problem or called him out on his insults, you're ultimately calling yourself out and you would need to mirror it. By that point, we were all mirroring everything all the time. That kind of had us stuck in this loop of like, even if we did wake up feeling good and we were in a good mood, um, something was wrong. That was how they made their money. I mean, if you weren't upset, then you had nothing to work on. So, I I can't even imagine. I mean, how disrespectful. And I love how he, I mean, these are classic controlling narcissistic behaviors where he obviously feels like he is superior and there clearly is a lot of verbal abuse um emotional abuse not just with him and his wife but with all of his uh, members as well but i love how he went on to justify say how he wasn't doing everything that he actually was doing and he said he like 
used five different adjectives it's like i'm not being controlling i'm not being a dick i'm not and and it's like no you actually are being all of those things even the screen agrees with me right no no disagreement whatsoever on that like um the next clip this is um a trigger warning um for this one there's suicide involved in this There was a girl in the Facebook group who was really having a hard time. This person was asking for mental health help. And she was being told by coaches to do the mirror exercise and do a map session with Chrissy. Jeff and Shalia were making claims that you know, medical and psychological ailments can be completely 100% resolved using their exercises. It's claiming to be scientific and it's just not. Nobody there is licensed to be psychologically treating anyone. She was being led to work with Jeff directly to do math. And she ended up killing herself before she could get there. How sad that, you know what I mean, they would manipulate her to stay within the group so that they could collect their money mm -hmm. and not actually get her the help that she needed from professionals that know how to deal with it. Right. I mean, and of course he took no responsibility for it, which ultimately would... suicide is, you know, it is self-inflicted. But like they said in the previous um, clip, when, when we were talking about uh, the way that Jeff was verbally abusive and obviously emotionally abusive to everybody, he he is creating an environment of abuse where he's abusive to them, and then his higher ups are abusive to you know the people below him. He's grooming people into this pattern of abuse and basically keeping them in a state where. They are emotionally uncomfortable, emotionally sad, and constantly feeling like it is all their fault. No. And saying that he has the answers to everything. You know, he can fix, creating the problem and then like, I can fix it, but then creating more problems. Like, and it's, it is so sad that they didn't encourage her because clearly she was crying out for help. I mean, you could read what she wrote. Like that was, that wasn't just a light, um, hey, I'm struggling with things like. But the know. thing about it, the thing about it is, too, is that they were going to groups where these people were already damaged, like, you know, um, maybe an essay group, you mm -hmm. know, uh, pl places where these women are damaged, battered women and going and making them a promise that they could feel better if they join the group. So they're going after people that have, you know, low self-esteem that already have damage occurred and then selling them a bunch of dreams and not actually, you know, uh, guiding them to people that could actually help them long-term because if that, that's what they said, you know what I mean? They got to keep them sick. Uh, right. if they're not sick, then they can't make them any money. And if they can't make any money, then what's the point? And that's the way that cults work. Kind of like the gender transitioning ideology. You got to keep them 
sick and keep them in spaces where they are going to continuously need some type of, you know, mental support, physical support, medical intervention. In a controlled environment as well. Yeah. Because you can't have people coming in to be like, hey, you know, there's another way you can live. Yeah. This is this is another way. You don't, might not necessarily have to do it the way that they're telling you you have to do it. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to, I think this is going to be the last clip. We're going to go almost towards the end of this and we start to see um, more of the gender, how this gender ideology is playing into all of this. They needed to embody the masculine and the feminine energies via their gender expression. Katrina, what is it like to be with a divine masculine in a woman's body? At that point, the divine masculine did not have to be in a male body. It was kind of whatever Chef and Shalia labeled you as kind of what you were. Are you each satisfied sexually with your sex lives? Yes. <laughs> How can that be without a penis? Katrina, you're totally sexually satisfied by Anne's spirit penis. Yeah. <laughs> they started pushing more of this, you know, you're the masculine, so you need to take on a more masculine name and things like that. Because if you're a divine masculine, but you're acting like a divine feminine, then you're just pushing your twin flame away. I, what would Anne's man name be? And I just think, Dan, it's just so easy. I never really found one that... Uh resonated that I danced. Uh, Trying to hold you here. I mean, it wants you to completely align with this over heteronormative, traditional obscenity. It is not their fucking place to decide what gender somebody is or what they're meant to align with. It is not their fucking place. That is something people need to do on their own. This It's dangerous. I just knew something felt really sick in my heart, and it was just time to leave. After I left, that's when all hell started to break loose. In December 2019, Jeff and Julia spent a night channeling. They said they had this big miracle event Jeff and Julia had channeled around 20 new twin flame pairings within the group. They gave the leadership the list of people. The majority of people that were paired were same-sex, two women, and half of them were told that they were now actually the divine masculine. Since I had clients on the list, my job was to contact them um, and tell them that they had been given a special channeled message from Jeff and Julia. I really hope you're not partial to a body part because it can be switched up at any given time. You're gay. No, you're not. No, no more. So the issue was is that there were so many people because Jeff promises you to reach this, you know, uh, harmonious union and you find your twin flame but there were so many people that were not finding their twin flame so of course what does he do <laughs> makes everybody lesbians and then says that you know transition the ones that need to be masculine 
That's so weird. Like, because what grown man is actually going to sign up for this? Like, not too many people. Like, I, I feel, and that, and that's why there's a majority of women in. Right. I think it's more women that are easily like uh, manipulated into believing that this is actually going to work, right? Yeah. And also, you know, men. I could see it happening, but I mean, I don't really see men, you know, geared up and ready to be like. Can you imagine if it was like uh, a group full of men and like by by the way, you guys, (laughs) y'all are gay now. Open that back door, cause we're coming in. <laughs> it, oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! And and then the other real interesting part was that the girl that was talking about the gender, she is gay. She's a trans. Wo- I mean, she's trans. She's mm-hmm. a trans woman. Um. But everything that she was saying is exactly what Transipa is doing right now. Jeff is doing it and Transipa is doing it. They're basically, you know, latching on to the the ultra traditional, you know, stereotypical man, male or female and saying you have to embody one completely. or the other. Yeah. Like you can you there is no gray area for anyone. You like a truck? <laughs> You're a boy. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He um he definitely takes it to a new level here. Like he he gives me Warren Jeff vibes. The uh the creepy oh, old man that was the one that had that um he was he was L L D S, right? Church of Latter day Saints, but he was like the extremist one mm-hmm. where he like taking um child brides and had like all of those that was that well they made a little uh a little meme that That was meme yes yes they made a meme and they put jeff's well that lady made a meme uh she like after she left yeah because she still had access to the social media she was correct restraining order that had social media (laughs) yeah and she made a meme with put with Jeff's face on Warren Jeff's body with all of his wives. <laughs> I feel like that was her healing point. <laughs> I'd have been pissed. All that money I gave up. Oh no, Mm-mm, girl, I'm about to set it right right now. It was worth yeah. every dime I spent by doing that. Can you imagine you're paying two thousand a month? No, or, I can't. I can't no. imagine. Or more, or more, because the other, like the ascension classes, were more. Like, oh yeah, you're paying for this crock of shit. Like you're paying on the that you're gay, <laughs> or you're not gay, even though you think you, you thought you were gay when you entered, but not no more. You're straight. <laughs> oh, and getting verbally abused every day. Like, it's- man, that sounds like a sounds like a good time. Sign me up. <laughs> I've arrived. Treat me like shit, please. <laughs> this, yeah, this was um, this got more intense, and and then the the last episode is the big doozy. There, um, you did find that Prime also has their own documentary. And it's only three three episodes, the same as 
Oh, yeah. is it? It's only three? For whatever reason, I thought there were seven, but there's only three. So but... I did episode one this morning, um, and it it goes into more detail, more in-depth with the couples that have gotten out, um, and you see a lot more, like, from their aspect of it, not necessarily the coaches, but some of more of the participants themselves. So... I'm going to finish watching it. I'll have watched it before we record the last episode of this. But it's getting good. I can't wait till the end because I, I want I want other people's feedback on how this is all going to align. And it all, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Cults, you know, when you see a pattern of behavior and what a cult is, you can't unsee it in some things. So... And I mean, I hope to see maybe some people uh, with some questions or uh, just some input on yeah. each episode. We would love to, you know, address that in the next episode as well. If you all have any uh, questions or input, absolutely. Well, it's been fun <laughs> um, talking about our lovely leader, Jeff. Um, all hail Jeff. All hail Jeff. Hey Zeus, should we call him a Zeus from <laughs> I wouldn't give him such a title. Like a worm. Oh, gross. Enjoy it. Uh, go catch up. Go watch the Prime one now too, because you'll enjoy that one as well. I I thoroughly enjoyed it already, and I'm gonna watch the other two probably tonight. And we hope you have a super awesome night. <laughs>